peace of mind. See, this is what that voice in your head says when you try to get peace of mind. Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast. This is your host Janelle and I'm sorry, I'm a little bit under the weather right now. I have like a little cold and it's that time of the month so y'all already know how that goes. Today I really wanted to just talk from my heart if I'm like being transparent and just fully honest with you. I just got back in town. I went to Vancouver. I had the most um, amazing trip but for whatever reason my mind was wasn't where it needed to be if that makes sense and I have these moments right in my life where everything's going so great you know everything is going so good God's plan is working out I'm seeing the blessings pouring in and then it takes me a moment to sit down and be still and in those moments of being still I feel like this this weight of sadness and it comes and goes and one thing that I've concluded about being depressed and dealing with depression is that if we don't heal it we just find other ways to coexist with it so I've concluded that I'm not depressed or you know in the same mindset that I was a while ago but I concluded that there is more work that can be done when it comes to my inner child healing in in what's going on with me so today's title of this video is God are you there and can you hear me I was up at 3 a.m. last night thinking about this like I'm not even kidding like all the moments that I just felt so immensely alone and God would be very very silent like God where you at bro like I need you to tell me what's going on like life is falling apart or sometimes life is good and it's just like dude I have not heard from you in a while like where are you like where is that voice where is that inner voice aren't I supposed to be he hearing something like I don't see the signs I don't see you there God have you forgotten about me and if you are someone who is in a situation right now where you just feel so lost and confused, you're probably sitting there saying, bro, where are you at? Like, I'm gonna need you to pull up for real. I, I sent you the Addy, where are you at? Like, I need you to come in and I need you to shake some stuff up and I just really need you more than ever. I don't want to be dealing with this by myself and sometimes we pray so hard to be removed out of circumstances and we want things to change so badly. And to be completely honest, I have never, ever, ever fully understood God's timing, but I always kept in my mind that if I stay ready, if I prepare myself for that blessing, I will be ready to take it on. And one thing that I'm acknowledging about blessings and about having blessings and being blessed is sometimes we have to live in the essence of being where we want to be before we're there, if that makes sense. I think about a lot of times growing up as a child where I just felt really confused and like I didn't have any control over my life like I just kept feeling these feelings of like loneliness like these these feelings of sadness and I'm just talking purely from my heart one thing in particular that I have always deeply struggled with was the loneliness that I feel and when I was in Vancouver 
I literally like like when I was in Canada with Luke by the way I got engaged guys so it was like an amazing but before I got engaged um we went to the arboretum in Vancouver the botanical garden and I just he just said what's wrong do you know what's wrong like I can tell something's off I can tell something's wrong and I was like I'm fine I'm fine like I was brushing him off giving him the cold shoulder and then he kept badgering me he kept asking me like what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong I don't know if badgering is the right word but he kept just asking me what was wrong so then I sat down with him and I just started to talk and when I started to talk I didn't realize that I had been feeling that way and it wasn't anything wrong in our relationship it wasn't anything wrong about my career it wasn't anything wrong about my life what was wrong was the fact that when it comes to the way that I think I feel so lonely in my thought process I feel so isolated in my thought process and I think a lot of us feel so lonely and we feel so isolated and the reason why this season is called FOD being the first to break free from generational cycles of abuse being the first in your family to go to college being the first generation you know immigrant being the first in your family to identify cycles that are not right is that in the process of of finding yourself and in the process of getting to where you want to get to there will be a lot of lonely moments and I had made this post on TikTok I know I talk about TikTok all the time on here but I made this post about manifesting the dream life and blah 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 and don't get me wrong I it was cool to do that but now like as I'm moving forward in my life I'm starting to realize that you know I want my calling to be deeper and I want to help people and I want I want to be a part of 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 something bigger than myself and and if I'm doing all of these things in my life and I've I'm slowly overcoming and I'm slowly getting through it I have to be in a position where I want to sh- help people and one person commented underneath my post about manifesting the life and this person actually humbled me and they made a comment and they said no one ever talks about the spiritual warfare that comes along with getting to where you want to get to in life and i was like damn damn like honestly if i could have pinned that i would have pinned that i would have pinned that to the top of the thing but tiktok took away that feature and i started thinking about that it's like i'm showing y'all how to get to this life and and, <laughs> and how to make the vision board and the three-month planning yada, yada yada and blah 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 this and all that but i'm not telling you that in the process of getting to where you want to get to there will be a lot of spiritual warfare there will be a lot of loneliness and there will be a lot of times where god is completely silent now i have not fully figured out what that silence means but i have in a way concluded that when god is silent i feel like that is where the stillness begins because i feel like when god is silent in your life it's like okay they've already given you the tools to do what you need to do now i want to see what how you're going to move through this i want to see how you are going to perform and i've always said in a weird way like i know this sounds crazy and people can disagree or whatever but i've always said that god has to have a sense of humor like honestly god has to be laughing because sometimes you have to laugh at the l's like pocket the mills laugh at it and move on from it but i also say sometimes that god is a very hands-on hands-off god like i feel like god is like i'm there when you need me and i'm always going to be there i'm always going to be 
watch you. I'm going to always make sure that you're good. I'm going to always make sure that you're fine. But when it comes to the life that you want to choose, I will give you free will. However, if, you know, karma happens or things happens because of your wrongdoing that is simply because of your wrongdoing and we can't necessarily blame god for payback or comatic experiences and things like that and i think about all the times in my life where i did not i had a very hard time believing in god like when life was falling apart i was like god where you at my mom got me in church my mom is actually giving up rent money for church my experiences with churches were very weird growing up it's just like why are people in here you know suffering and starving why are we homeless and we're at this mega church with all these people that are doing well the pastor's driving a bentley you know what i'm saying so that used to mess with my mind a lot growing up and then it put this fear in me that you know god only probably likes people that are it, it was this weird thing i hope i'm making sense you know i don't want to offend anyone on here because i definitely am a firm believer in god like my faith is very rooted and my faith is very deep but i had to learn how to to develop a relationship with god in a unique way that was outside of my parental figures and outside of what i was being told because i think sometimes children end up fearing god because we probably grew up in a very toxic spiritual environment we probably went to some toxic churches we probably you know our parents probably just bible thumped over our head all the time so i feel like a lot of times when you have that it's very hard for you to have a personal relationship with god but in those moments when you are curled up in the ball and you feel like nothing that is the time to call upon them like that's how i feel and lately recently i've been having a lot of friends like some of my friends were atheists and i would talk to them we would have conversations and they'd be like oh you just really believe in god and i was just like yeah i mean there was a time where like i didn't even know if i don't want to say i didn't believe in god but i was like bro where you at because i ain't seen you i ain't heard from you like what's going on you know what i mean and I feel like sometimes like a lot of my unhappiness and a lot of times that I'm feeling down and a lot of times that I'm feeling low is because I don't have that faith to center me. I don't have that belief to center me. And I feel like when it comes to manifestation and when it comes to the dream life, I just feel like faith without dreams cannot happen because you have to have a belief system in something i'm not saying you have to be christian i'm not saying any of that i think in the grand scheme of things like you just have to believe in something higher than yourself and you also have to acknowledge that there is an inner god in you and that's why manifestation is such a beautiful thing because we have inner gods in us like we are able to attract whatever it is that we want with what we put out but when we are feeling lonely and we are feeling low and we don't know what's going on in our life, it it's just such a painful experience. I don't think we talk enough about how the spiritual warfare, warfare begins and how in the moments of spiritual warfare, you start getting sick and tired of yourself. I am so tired of my voice. I'm so tired of hearing myself talk. I'm so tired of thinking. I'm so tired of planning. I'm so tired of transitioning. I'm so tired of dealing with this. I'm so tired of dealing with that. I'm just tired. I'm fatigued and I need a break and I feel alone. And I wish that I could say that that's okay because it's not okay. You know what I mean? Like it sucks. It sucks dealing with stuff alone. It sucks going through things alone. But I want you to understand, like, I understand. 
I understand what it feels like to feel like you're not being heard. I understand what it feels like to feel like you don't belong, like you're an outsider, like you're an interloper, like like everything that you are is is not who you are. And there's a poem that I wrote in my book and it says lately it feels like life just been has just been living me and I am just a body becoming less and less of me. And sometimes most of us are just floating around and just spinning around on earth with no concrete substance because we feel so alone and we don't know who we are and we don't know what's happening we don't know what's what's next and 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 we we are having a hard time finding things to gravitate to we are f having a hard time finding things to keep us grounded because we don't know what it's like to feel grounded because we're too busy breaking things off of our life we don't know what it feels like to belong to something we don't know what it feels like to be to feel safe and in these loneliness and these lonely experiences and these lonely mindset it's so lonely because we don't know what it looks like and we are forced to create it for ourselves and we don't really know how to create it we are just picking up dirt off the floor and trying to build a community around us it's just sand there's no water and every time we try to put it together it just falls apart it just dismantles and to me my loneliness experiences are expounded upon the fact that I have to make sure that I am okay and I am lonely in the sense that what I am, am experiencing right now other people don't understand it and so many of us feel that way it is so scary to know so much right to know so much and have no idea how to process it that's what's scary right now i'm reading this book about women who runs with wolves and it is amazing because it talks about the feminine psyche and how women are instinctly intuitive beings and how we have these life-altering experiences where we are forced to listen to our guts and one thing that is a benefit for you despite all of the trauma and the hardships you may have gone through is the fact that when you have these type of experiences, your gut develops and you have more intuitiveness. Now, if you keep going back to like the same cycles of abuse and stuff, then that's on you. But one thing that I can say is heartbreak early on leads to a life of abundance and intuitiveness. When you are being heartbroken at such a young age and when you are going through heartbreak, family heartbreak, boyfriend heartbreak and relationship heartbreak and you remove yourself from it, there is a certain level of confidence that comes along with your intuitive being that's going to say I am not tolerating that BS no more like I'm not finna let anyone disrespect me I'm not finna let anyone talk to me any any type of way and because you have that knowingness that intuitiveness is so beautiful but the part that comes with intuitiveness is the loneliness that comes with that intuitiveness and that goes back to the fact that we all have our own unique experiences so sometimes people won't fully understand how we're feeling and what's going on with us and why we are the way that we are and because we are the way that we are there is a loneliness there is an ache behind it i hope i'm making sense
I was fortunate enough to speak at Queens College and you know how like sometimes when you just talking and you're just talking you're like dang I didn't even know that was all up in me you know what I'm saying so it was one of those moments so I was at Queens well I, I did a zoom call with Queens College and this was my first speaking engagement and first and foremost I want to say shout out to Queens College because wow y'all y'all want me to come and talk like I like what so I was at I was talking on Queens College and someone asked me a comment and she said you talk a lot about being in survival mode like how do you get out of survival mode and i talk a lot about inner child healing but i have to expand upon survival mode when you are a bipoc a black indigenous or a person of color hispanic you know what i mean we have to talk about what it means to be in survival mode so think about some of the earliest conversations that you probably had with your mom and your dad and this goes for any woman of color maybe you maybe you didn't have to have these conversations but most definitely, I know black girls from my own personal experience, we've had to have this conversation. Most of our earliest conversations are centered around watering ourselves down, not being too much, being respectful, don't be wearing little dresses, it, it's it's clean, cleanliness, being clean, all this different stuff. And I, I was like watching this thing recently where this guy talked about it's interesting to see who gets to be ugly and he he used like Emma Chamberlain as an example and he said Emma Chamberlain isn't ugly I don't think she's ugly or anything but what he was saying was that you know there's a certain level of standard that women of color and BIPOC women black women have to live up to this expectation of cleanliness like be he, he used a great example he said Emma Chamberlain can get on you know TikTok and show herself farting and burping and on YouTube and people find that to be relatable but if Beyonce did it we deem it as ghetto and disgusting and in conclusion that is somewhat of a microaggression opposed to the fact that you know sometimes you know with the skinny trend and the white girl skinny trend right now they are using dirtiness as a means to be relatable when in fact it is a microaggression when we take into consideration the 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 history behind being a woman of color and the fact that we have always had to be we've had this immense pressure around our image because when you think about the stereotypes that comes with being a black woman it's being loud it's being obnoxious being too much um it comes it comes with being dirty like those are the stereotypes that have been embedded those are things that i heard growing up um and then when we think about you know darker skin black women it goes even deeper even further and even more hurtful and when you think about hispanic women it's like they're loud they're sassy yada 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 you know there's these these stereotypes that you know white women don't really have to live up to that women of color do so if any white girls are on here listening and y'all are listening to the to all of your podcast shout out to y'all for expanding y'all's mind and being open to these conversations but this is something that i wanted to talk about so when i think about being in survival mode we have the tr the trauma survival mode but we also have the survival mode between the world and us and when i think about that when i was at the queen's college i'm circling this all back around i made a comment and i said when it comes to being a black woman i'm going to talk about my own personal experience and this you can expand upon this with other women of color too because i think this is true when it comes to being a black woman or a woman of color, we have some of the earliest conversations about being respectful to white people and toning ourselves down. Now that might be changing with you know our future generations. Like I'm not gonna have these conversations with my kids like this, but 
we have to have these early conversations of be careful, don't look at the cop the wrong way, you need to have this certain type of way. These are conversations that we're having at three, four years old. These are the conversations that our parents are telling us. Our parents are already telling us to water ourselves down and not be too much. So growing up in this survival space where the only time we often felt safe was when we were alone in our sheets in our rooms by ourselves, and then we had to exist in a certain way for our parents racially and and be more respectfully and then we also had to exist in a certain way around white people and we also had to exist in a certain way around you know our schools and our counterparts there is this pressure that we don't talk about and women of color and black women in particular do not have the benefit of existing in a world where they don't have to be split up into different personalities and for me you have the and if, if for me for instance i have the trauma i have the race i have the socioeconomic status and i have the narcissism in my family so those are those are four different adversities that i'm fighting against and we as women and we as people in general have to learn how to exist in a world where we can exist simply exist and simply live and simply be who we want to be without the the hardships of being someone else for someone else. And when you are a woman of color who are in survival mode, there is a certain level or a certain extension of unlearning that you have to do that is not often fair. Like, it's like, damn, like you got this family stuff, but damn, I have to learn how to love myself as a black woman. I have to learn how to love myself as a Hispanic woman. I have to learn how to love my natural hair because I've been taught to straighten my hair. I have to learn how to take care of curls because I've been taught to assimilate. I have to learn how to not wear dresses that are too tight. I have to learn how to not wear heels that are too big oh wait I want to have long nails but only certain type of women are allowed to do that and it's not like look like it's ghetto but I can't I I want to go to work with braids but I don't want to get fired I don't want people to ask me how long it took them to braid my hair there is a certain level of unlearning and in this space of being a woman and in the space of being a woman of color and in this space of breaking free from generational cycles of abuse, you will find yourself asking over and over and over again, God, where are you? And why am I feeling this way? Because it's not fair. Like, I feel so lonely. And maybe we feel so lonely because we've been programmed to feel lonely. We have been programmed to be lonely beings. We have not been able to just fully exist in fully take up space we have been forced to make ourselves feel small and and these these processes of unlearning myself and learning so much about myself I am still trying to break through and punch through that freedom of where Janelle can exist between two spaces and to just be able to exist just for her and when you are experiencing this loneliness, I want you to know that I understand. And it's very important that we continue to have conversations about our loneliness and, and what that feels like. And that goes back to that inner child healing. But we cannot keep running away from, from the things that we're going through. Because for what? I don't want to live a life feeling caged. Do you? Because sometimes I wake up feeling caged. And sometimes it's okay to have a bad day. We get so wrapped up in this succeeding. 
Like I, I've had these really deep realizations lately where I post so much luxury and I post so much luxurious life and don't get me wrong. I, I love my life. I am blessed to have it. But a part of me feels like this is not it. I need something to help me sink. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. I need something to keep me grounded within my own self because if I'm attributing my success to anything I'm attributing my success to operating from a place of survival mode the fact that I will I've I I fear being homeless again which I know won't happen it's you know it has driven me to live a nice life the fact that I want to be educated has driven me to have an amazing education you know and when I'm being driven by surviving and when I no longer have the means to survive I begin to ask myself what is my why and that's when those lonely feelings come in so from me to you as someone who is on the other side of things right now I really do want you to keep in mind that when I'm like my advice to you is to love on yourself and to please do that groundwork as those blessings continue to pour in do not operate from a place of sadness and I know it's so lonely but I don't want you to get to everything that you that you've been aiming for in life and just still not know your why and still have feelings of God where are you I feel alone you know and yeah like I said most days I'm fine like most days I'm good but the reason why I do this podcast and the reason why I'm talking to y'all is because most of the people that are listening I guarantee these are girls that are like you know they're on that grind mode like if you're the I just know that the girls and the people that are listening these are some boss babes listening to this I know you are and I know when you see my content it's like dang like that's like where I want to be and my best advice to you from like a big sister is I want you to do something that I didn't do during the process of healing. I want you to ask yourself why you're lonely and I want you to pay attention to those lonely feelings and I really want you to do that inner child healing work right now while you're young. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but right now as the blessings continue to pour in. And I said to you guys, I just recently started doing inner child healing and it's been one of the best things for me, but I don't want you to to get to where you want to get to in life and still have those feelings of, wow, like there's still so much to unpack. And don't get me wrong, you will always be unpacking things. That is the beauty of life. But I want you to find meaning with your, within yourself and I want you to love on yourself. And I don't want you to... I don't want you to feel like you have to operate from a from a place of trauma because a lot of my like a lot of like my strives and a lot of my like um, a lot of like my my aim for success has been from a place of trauma, a place of, you know, my family isn't going to do this. Um, having a parent that just was very absent minded and, and would not pay the bills, you know, learning to work hard very early on. I was operating from a place of like, I need to make sure that I'm good because like I need to make sure things are taken care of because I have someone in the house that won't. So I was programmed to be that way at a very young age. And I remember when I always talk about this on the podcast when I came home from college, how 
when I started going to therapy and I was really sunk into a bad depression, my therapist was like, well, what is it that you're so depressed about? And I said, I really don't know. And she looked at me and she said, I think you just have to, I think right now your body is telling you to slow down because you've been on go, go, go. And you've been operating from a place of trauma. You need to learn how to love yourself when you're not winning. Who are you when you're not winning? Because you've equated your your self-worth to winning. And I don't want you to listen to this and equate your self-worth to what you have. I never ever want you to equate your self-worth to what you have because you bring so much light to situations. You are smart. You are brilliant. You are a free thinker. You are not confined or bound to man-made things and man-made opinions. Anything you touch will gravitate towards you. I want you to not operate from a place of trauma, but instead from a place of love. And in those moments when we're sitting up and we're saying, God, where are you? I want you to keep in mind that God is there. But maybe God is being silent right now because God wants us to see what we are capable of. And that goes back to me saying, you know, God is there, but I'm going to say God is a hands-off type of parent. Like, I know that sounds crazy. I think God is just like, I've given you the tools that you need. You have the intuitiveness that you need. Now move. Walk in your faith. Walk in your truth. And I'm going to be right behind you. And when you call on me, and when you need me, I will be there. But right now, I got to be in the workshop building up your next blessing. So I'm here for you, okay? I'm here for you. I'm always going to be here for you. But it's time for you to get out the house and make those moves. It's time for you to make those moves, babe, you know? And for the people that are feeling lonely, and if you are feeling very lonely right now, I just want to say I understand and I want you to know that that ledge that you're thinking about going off of I understand but I also want you to know as cliche as it sounds that it may not feel like things are changing but there are some behind the scenes things that are going on. And God isn't communicating right now. And God is being quiet because right now God is, is building that next thing for you. And hold on. Hold on. Even if you're just hanging off that ledge, just hold on. And be kind to yourself. The situation sucks. Oh, it's so lonely. It's so unfair. And I hate, I hate, I hate that you have to feel this way. I hate that, that, that you feel like no one understands you. I hate that you feel like you don't have a why and I hate that that 
every time you're doing something great, something else bad is happening or something else is going on. There's something, there's something to be fixed. There's some bill to be paid there. there, There's, there's some debt to be paid there. There's some relationship issues. There's, there's an illness in your family. I'm sorry, but hold on, hold on to yourself because you are 1000% more than enough. And everything that you've been pouring into other people, pour it into yourself abundantly. Overflow yourself. And be so delusional when it comes to your confidence to the point where you believe it. And to not give up. And to not be confined by man-made things and man-made opinions, which I know is so hard. And I want you to know that the To All The People podcast is always here for you. And one other thing, if you are in the Dallas, Texas area, um, there's this museum called the Black Girl Magic Museum, which I highly recommend. And it's over there by Redbird Mall. And I went there and I was like, it's interesting that they chose this area. You know, I was like, this is interesting. They chose this area. And then when I went in, it was the most beautiful experience. And the girl there, she said, these are for girls that live in impoverished conditions. These are for girls that don't have a lot. And it made honestly almost started crying. And there was a room that she had in the back and it was a blue room with gorgeous clouds. And she said, this is the blue room. This is for the girls that are feeling blue. And maybe you need a blue room. Maybe you need a space where you can go and write and collect your thoughts and and fully express yourself. Maybe it can be a closet. Maybe Maybe it's your bedroom. Maybe it's your car. If you have a car, you know. I spent a lot of time sitting in my car, I'm not going to lie. But create a blue room for yourself. Create a safe space for yourself. And I know this podcast is just one of those things where it's just like, God, you know, like, you're just kind of like talking today, but (laughs) I really wanted to talk from my heart. I don't want to come on here and and just say whatever. I want to talk about my current state in hopes that, you know, whoever's feeling this way because I know I'm not alone when I feel this way and I think it's important to know that you aren't alone I'm gonna wrap up this podcast y'all I wish y'all the best today this Monday and it's Monday and I made these on Monday for a reason because I want you to kickstart your day feeling okay that rhymed also I have an upcoming event with a world without borders I mentioned it a couple of times on my podcast and I am so fortunate to have that one but um it's going to be two segments it's a hundred dollars i believe and i'm going to be doing um two conversations one about breaking free from generational cycles of abuse and i was honestly worried about sending that one over because i got really emotional i was just like i don't know if i can share this part of myself and um it's very in depth it's like depth there's like so many pictures of like just trauma I don't want to say trauma me learning how to walk and me being in the hospital a lot of moments of sadness a lot of great b-roll too and the second half of it is how to live a life of abundance and manifest I know I talk about manifestation a lot on here but on this one in particular it's a 45 minute video and I do a very very in-depth breakdown like super 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 in-depth like 
I go full straddle. Like I, I talked about it here, but there's only so much time I can do. But on this, I show you how to write it. I literally create an entire document of how I created it. I show like it's it's a real thing. So it's called A World Without Borders. It is linked in my bio on TikTok, on Instagram. Um, and I would love for you guys to be a part of it. It's 90 days of free access to all of my content and other content. There are a lot of amazing creators on there too, but yeah, that's it. I just want to say I love you guys so much. I am so excited for the summer. I am in the process of doing some things and I'm really looking forward to it. I wish I could tell you, but I'm just, you know, in the, the, I'm in the starting era of it and I can't wait to, to just like actually interact with you guys physically, not just like on camera and me on you know TikTok and me talking and stuff and if you see me in Dallas and I and you listen to this please talk to me I was got on the elevator the other day and this girl was like I listened to your podcast and I was like oh I mean I wasn't like I tried to play it cool you know I'd be trying to play it cool but y'all like honestly like I fangirl when I fan on this sounds crazy but I fangirl over y'all when y'all come up to me and say that y'all say that like I, I'm like I get a little bit shy like your girls start to blush like I'm not a shy person but y'all make me shy you know so please keep coming up to me and saying things but I'm gonna wrap it up I'm just rambling out but I just want you to know that I love you guys and thank you for always supporting me and we are almost at a hundred thousand downloads which I cannot believe um next week I'm going to be on a podcast um and I'll be able to, I'll be sure to drop that next week so you can go li listen to it where I'm going to be talking more in depth about work and blah, 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 blah. But I love you guys so much. Happy Monday and you got it. Rock it, kill it and have a great one. Bye.